There we go. Welcome in to the Bogey Bro banter, Bogey Bros banter, if you will. Ooh. Apostrophe S. Yes. Some people forget. Like this. I is, don't ever use the apostrophe. Here's the thing. People claim that the Bogey Bros banter shouldn't have an apostrophe. But I ask you this, and they said that the evidence was, I once called it the banter of Bogey Bros. Wouldn't you think that that would be... Like I'm not gonna possessive. pretend. To, I'm not gonna pretend to know. Like the, the bros, yeah, own is the banter. It, the the way you have to think about it is is it's it like the main a question verb? is banter a verb in this situation? The main question is, is does the apostrophe go before or after the s? And the only reason I put it before the s is it looks aesthetically better. After the s would be bro- oh no we have this. What happened to the because like uh, bros and then apostrophe after the s would be probably technically correct because like we are the bros and we're having. What the happened banter. to our timestamp on the but, thing? We don't have our timestamp anymore. Yeah, we can't see how long we've been going. That's trouble, Connor. Um, I'm just warning you. And All right. You go, bro. We're going to go long. Apostrophe S. Two minutes and 30 seconds. And it's like one of our banter. Anyways, hey, fellas, this episode of Boogie Bro Banter is brought to you by our friends over at the producer, the best ball trimmers on the market, Manscaped. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming are leaving 2022 with brand new products, the Preserve Cologne and Preserve Body Wash. 2023 is the year to up your hygiene game and smell amazing and Manscaped wants to help you do so with this special offer. You can use the code BANTER20 to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Take the leap into the new year and join the 7 million men who already trust Manscaped. When we started, wasn't that like two? When we started doing I these reads? I think it was two or three. Yeah, Are like we, two or three can men. we attribute all five to... Uh, I'd say at least like yeah, half. Something yeah. to think about. The, lawn, the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is the leader of the Performance Package 4.0, or as I call it, the perfect package for my freaking package. Manscaped <laughs> engineered this ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and incredible comfortable grooming experience. This new year, shave the loose pines off your wood, if you will, with the best tool for the job. The Signature Lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped is here to take down every everything in its path. Oh, yeah. Have trouble dealing with wild weeds in your nose and ear hair? Well, the weed, the weeds are your hair. My near hair? We're going to start that one over. Having trouble dealing with the wild weeds in your nose and ears, Manscaped has you covered with the Weed Whacker. It'll change the game for which you whack your worst weeds. I think confidence is going to be king in 2023, and you know what else I'm confident about? What? Smelling like a million bucks on the oh. track. You asked and Manscaped answered, introducing the brand new Manscaped Preserve Body Wash and Preserve Cologne. Dang. Talk about being clean, feeling and smelling good. The Preserve Body Wash from Manscaped solved all three for the perfect addition to your daily grooming routine, but... In the shower, it has a light woodsy scent and is infused with aloe vera and sea salt. Help your skin Ooh. feeling clean, nice, and moisturized. I so like remember, like that. go tw- get 20% off and free shipping with code BANTER20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code BANTER20. Happy New Year's to your balls. May the balls be with you. That's like, um, <laughs> Merry Christmas to the ground. What is it? Throw uh, it on the ground. Happy birthday to the ground. Yeah. Well, I like Merry Christmas because, like, you know, <laughs> it's in a few days. That's funny. Is Dude, it? I Merry Christmas. And by Merry Christmas, I mean Christmas is very close to time here. Mm-hmm. We're actually doing Christmas with Lizzie's uh, mom tonight. Oh, that's fun. You get your first Christmas dose. We did Christmas with Gabby's dad, with Gabby's family on Thanksgiving. So that was fun. What are you looking at? Mm. Oh, it's because Trevor hasn't talked. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, see okay. Trevor talk. Trevor talk. I need to see it. Talk. All right, yeah, he's coming through. We uh, we had to redo this whole uh, the whole Garage Band thing because I had to clear space off my computer and I accidentally deleted our. You didn't accidentally. I did. You said deleted it. You said this thing's twenty gigs, and I said you don't need that. Delete that crap. And then I did. Then you did. I listened to him. Was it worth twenty gigs though? I think so. Oh yeah, my computer works. Yeah. Um, Hunter, uh, I got kind of screwed at the Christmas party we're going to tonight. Diving in right now. Oh yeah. Because so I wasn't aware of this until this Uh morning. 
because so what I was aware of is Liz's mom texted and asked what Luca wanted for Christmas, my mm-hmm. son. Liz sent her some stuff, and then she said, I need more stuff. So she sent her some more stuff. She said, I need more stuff. So some more stuff. And so we don't know what all Luke is getting off what Liz sent, but Liz sent a considerable amount of stuff to her mom mm-hmm. for Christmas. Yeah, maybe she just like kept not wanting to get whatever it was. What I wasn't sent. aware <laughs> is the same situation happened for me. Oh. Liz sent my Lizzie Liz asked me what I wanted from her mom, and I said like I told her like a hat or something, like something, you know, 20, 30 bucks cheap for like my entire Christmas from her mom. What I wasn't aware is Liz sent that. And then apparently her mom did the same thing of like, oh, well, that's not enough. I need some more stuff. And Liz never responded. Dang, dude, that sucks. So like, I don't exactly know. Cause like, in you need to call. World, I was at, I'm going to call Liz right yeah, now. I was at, cause I was at uh, Lizzie's dad's house with her brother and sister the other day. And Lizzie's sister was like sending stuff for her boyfriend over to her mom to be bought Dang. and she like kept listing stuff she's like i'm sending this this is i'm like geez you're like you're just having her pick off the list she's like no she told me the budget and i just like sent all of it. i was like man like i only sent her a hat and like everyone like laughed about it and then i didn't think anything of it i was just uh-huh. like man like katie must be like really going off for ethan mm-hmm. turns out it's because lizzie just ignored her mom that, the text. that sucks. And I was like, I was like, well, did you send her stuff for you? She's like, yeah, I sent her stuff for me and for Luca. I was like, so you just ignored me. Like, I'm gonna show up. Everyone's gonna be like ripping open gifts, and then I'm just gonna get a hat and be like, yes. Dang, dude, you yeah. got screwed. There. I got screwed. You you got, that is got that screwed. is wrong. You should ask for a PS5. I would have if I would have known. That is injustice. Yeah, and I will not PS5, stand for it. Yeah. So um, I'm very. I'm imagining what will end up happening is I'll probably get like a Dick Sporting Goods gift card or something, which is great. Which, well, yeah, that's, that's fine. That is great. But we'll see what happens. We'll see. There are a few things that get me as excited as a Dick Sporting Goods gift card. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Unless My it's goodness. for like twenty bucks. Yes, it's got to be at because least then fifty dollars. Like, I feel like twenty bucks. I'm like, okay, well, I still have to pay thirty five for those shorts. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it's at least fifty dollars, then I'm fifty dollars. I'm like, I can get in there and find something. Right. Uh-huh. I can get my elbows dirty, you push can... people around, find something. Yeah. I get my elbows dirty. <laughs> what's, what's so funny about that? It's a funny phrase. All right, I remember Take, that. Yeah, we'll note. We'll note that. Noted. Consider it noted. Dude, noted. Don't, don't touch my elbows, man. You know, I'm thinking about that. Don't touch my elbows. All right. Noted. Hunter. You on a little truck date? Well, that's that's how I say update, but it's always about my truck, truck date. Oh my that's gosh, funny. dude! Hey, Trevor, you're doing that thing where you think it's funny to no, 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 care. no, no. I was saying like it's a sad story. I wasn't. Oh, okay, saying, man, thank you. Man. I wasn't bullying. I'm you. sorry. I'm sorry for assuming. I don't know what you're doing. Me and my right wife, now. we always what get in, in fights because we're talking about I'm how we assume things about each other. That's not good. Can't assume things. Thank you. I accidentally just opened up way more than I should have. <laughs> What did truck you, date. Anyway, what my did you truck assume? date. You not pass the state inspection. So did not pass the state you inspection. Pass it. Brutal. Flying colors. And just to fill everybody in, colors. I'm I am trying desperately to get my truck to pass inspection so that I can get it, the title because it doesn't have a title right now, and to get registered before today is Wednesday, before Saturday. Good luck. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but it's going to happen. It's doable. Yeah, it's doable. It's going to happen. And, it's doable. Uh, and do you I, have an appointment with the DMV? Huh? What? You make a DMV appointment? Yeah, I'm going to, yeah. Okay. You're going How to. How far in advance do they let you make appointments? Like like the day of. Okay. Yeah, the DMV here is freaking awesome. They are pretty fast. They are very like, fast. You could, They're you very could, efficient. Yeah, you could get um, I just made a DMV appointment for like a month from now. Now, why'd you do that? So I just, I just need, it's one of those things where I need to get my driver's license renewed before my birthday in February. And it was one of those things where I was like, that's going to sneak up on me. Let me just bite the bullet here. So I made an appointment for like mid-January, not mid-January. It's like 
the first week of January. When you're gone? No, like right when we get back. Wow. So, so for months now, either. I've been working on things on my truck to make sure that it is roadworthy. Um, and finally having a good spot. No lights are on. No ABS light. No check engine light. Everything's good. Take it again. Inspected yesterday. I was talking to Hunter about this. Um, yeah, and Hunter was not who you were talking to about. No, this. he was before he talked to you. Yeah, whenever you got off work. Yeah, remember yesterday. Trevor, Connor, <laughs> and I worked an extra like forty minutes kidding. to make up for you leaving a little early yesterday. So we had some time together. That's not. Fun we were in joke. the trenches. I will. I will say some dark things if you continue down that road. <laughs> I was just. I, I was. That's a, a fair warning. That is a fair warning. Not, it's uh, just uh, been said. That actually is not a warning for Hunter. That's encouragement. But <laughs> I can I mean, who doesn't want to know what the dark things are? It's gonna come out of his mouth. You're just not gonna like it. Go ahead, Connor. <laughs> okay. So. Um, so, <laughs> so I take it to get inspected yesterday because I had an appointment. They're out there for like thirty minutes. And it's up on the lift. Ooh. And they're you looking. You should as soon as they, as soon know, as the person in front of you had a lift, you got to leave. But they, so they were. His dad's trick. <laughs> but they had, they were under that truck with a flashlight for a solid like 20 minutes just looking at stuff. And I was like, oh no. Because I knew everything on this truck was technically functional, but I just thought they were going to look at all the joints and everything. And they see that that truck sat for a solid 10 years before I put it back on the road. So I just knew they were all going to be bad. And. I don't know why the safety inspection is that intense. It's stupid, but whatever. Um, and so they're looking out there, and I was like, I'm screwed. I'm having a straight-up panic attack in this like lobby. I don't know what the frick was happening to me. I've never been so stressed about anything in my life. I'm sitting there, like, my heart is pounding, and I was like, I don't know what to do right now. I'm going to pass out on this floor. Uh, because I'm sitting there looking through the window at my truck on the lift and them looking under there. And I was like, it, like I'm not. there's no way I'm passing. So a while goes by, and finally they come back out, and it doesn't pass inspection because the third tail light, so the tail light on the top of the crew cab, is is broken. And first of all, I was like, "What? You guys were under there for so long, and the reason." And so it's a little bit of encouragement yeah. that they did that thorough. They did bulb. that thorough of a. Oh, you just wait, brother. They did that thorough of a, of an inspection, and everything was fine except for the tail light. So I feel very confident in the truck now. However, I said. I, like I know, anytime I ask for a quote, I know I'm not going to do it because I just I do not have I have too much pride to let a mechanic do it. And I was like, they're like, okay, well we can get it done on Thursday, is whenever we can get the um the tail light by, um and I was like, okay, like do you have a quote for that? And she showed me five hundred and fifty five dollars. Hang on, what the freaking crap? This tail light is literally two Phillips head screws that you unscrew, take the tail light off unplug one cable and they take the new one plug the cable back in two phillips head screws back in the truck that's it and they were going to charge and, and also the taillight 25 bucks on amazon i was literally driving to work getting mad about that situation this morning because i thought about it and i was like they were really gonna like that they were really gonna do that to you look so you order it so pure evil i looked everywhere like, what the heck dude obviously everything on amazon that you order now will not be here this week it will be here next week and so I looked on a bunch of websites and no auto parts stores have it because it's a specific LED one. It's not bulbs. They're LED lights. So you have to get it from the um, from the dealership or you can get an aftermarket one. But that's where you had to get it from like Amazon or something. You can't just get it from an auto parts store. So I called the dealership. They said all their shipping's backed up so it won't be here until next week. And I was like, well, frick. So then I started looking at pool apart lots in Charlotte. I mean, sorry, in Lynchburg, my bad. And uh, there's one straight right down the road from my house. There's two frontiers there 
of the same year. And I was like, boom, I can take one off there. Then I look on Facebook Marketplace, and this guy in Appomattox, 30 minutes away, happens to have the exact taillight for my exact truck, still in the box, brand new, $25. So you get it? I messaged him. I'm going to pick it up after work. Heck yeah. I'm Unreal. going to pick it up after work. I'm going to throw it on my truck in five minutes because it's all it's going to take. And I'm going to drive back to that shop and get it inspected again. Nice. I I I really hope that they don't find something else if they if when you take they, it back. I mean, there's no way hopefully, they're gonna look harder than they looked yesterday. Yeah, I'm telling you, not. I've never seen anyone look at tragedy. anything so intensely. No, they would do it despite you for sure. Because the tail. No, she was really nice. Because I was really no, nice. Because it was very mechanics, obvious. Though, they're mean. No, it was very obvious that I was frustrated. But I was like, like, <laughs> but I was like, oh, uh, be, it's I like, dang, it won't pass because of that third tail light. And they were like, yeah. And I, I mean, like, dang, that seems crazy. I was like, I, obviously, I know it's not you guys' fault. I don't that's even. That's just crazy to me. I don't even and know she was like, anything about well, cars. And like, I could have done that. And she was just so There nice. must she be was, something with it. No. Does it sound like, like the, it? <laughs> but I wonder, like, were they having to pay more for. Maybe they're having to pay more for shipping. To get and, it there by and Thursday. And they probably were getting the, the OEM part. That's what I'm saying. So they were definitely going part. through Nissan. So, but it's still, at the most, if you get you it through Nissan, it's probably a couple hundred dollars. Like, even in well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it's, like, it's probably $100. They probably have a base service charge of like 100 120 so I would imagine that tail light had to cost them three hundred bucks. No, no way. Between shipping and getting it to them, no. Three hundred dollars, Hunter. It's a twenty-five dollar part. There's well, no that's the aftermarket one for the aftermarket one. Twenty-five dollars. The other one, it's like it's like eighty bucks. Eighty bucks, and they have to get it here in two days. And Connor said that the shipping's backed up till next week. That's at least. It's still at <laughs> I'm least. I'm just saying that like they. That's a, you're you're giving them way too much credit when you know what they're I trying to do. Respect people. So I think I think that they respect people. And I think that they was. Well, they, Hunter, I think that they were. Hunter, getting, you cannot seriously be siding with mechanics. I'm not going to side with them. But they I obviously just take paid advantage it. of people every day. Well, I know you would have, but I'm just saying, like, they take advantage of people all the time. I well, just I'm like I, pay they would have line itemed it, I'm, and I would have looked at it and been like, "So this is really what it costs you?" And if they were like, "Yeah," I'd be like, "All right, well, what else am I going to do?" <laughs> and I spent. And that's fine. And that's why save, mechanics I'm are in business. Save five hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, I like to think that, like, because obviously they wouldn't do with an Amazon part. Yeah, they yeah, wouldn't obviously. get the aftermarket, so they would have to go through their Nissan. I just like to give people the benefit of the doubt, so I would like to think Hunter, that it had I, to cost them a few hundred me, bucks. I am a big fan of the benefit of the doubt. I love to give people the benefit of the doubt, but I'm, go, I'm basic going off of facts here. Yeah, they're, I'm just saying, they're, like, they are a mechanic shop. They run off the fact of knowing that you can't do what they can do, and yeah. you don't know how to do it, and you don't know where to get the parts. Therefore, because of that, they're able to do an incredible markup. Which, if you know anything about cars, you can realize is ridiculously criminal. But it that's is. fine. You pay for the convenience if you don't know how to work on cars. You pay for the convenience for the mechanic to work on your car for I you. I mean, I'll say, I don't even, I never did anything with my car. And when I had to get new headlights, it, they quoted me something criminal. And I replaced my headlights for, I don't know, it was probably $100 or less. I think they were, I think they the, the listing was like exactly 120 Yeah, and I and I did it, and it probably took me an hour. And I was going to get charged, I mean, something in the range of seven dollars $800. I remember when we came in, you said that you had to get new headlights, and I was like, oh, you yeah. just order them off of Amazon. So, like, I, I mean, it's just, like, I don't know anything about cars. It took me an hour's worth of labor, and the parts cost like 100 some bucks. I have complete respect for so people I, who choose not to work on their cars and just pay for the convenience of them. I usually do that. But like they are like, if I, I heard no that $500 for a tail, that little teeny tail light, I would be like, no, 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 no. 
I, that is that is that is one because it's just so small. You're looking right at it, and you, like there's just no there's no deception there. Like if if you're talking about like something internally in the car that's like a little deceptive, like oh it's something that's really. But when you're talking about a light, and I know how lights work, that's where you're not getting me. That's where I would draw the line. But I would say anything internal in the car, you could probably get me every time because I'm I'm not going to be willing to work on it, and I also would be scared to break. My well, car. I mean, I just like I just think that like, I can't break the tail light. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. I mean, I changed that crankshaft pulley and that yeah, pulley itself cost 400 bucks. <laughs> if I, if, well, yeah, that I, I will admit that was a little bit more of an intense job, but that part was $400 to me because I ordered it from the dealership. If I had gotten a mechanic to do that for me, I'd been two grand. Yeah. For Because that, I mean, that was, that was admittedly a good bit of labor, but that is, that is, and I again, I completely have one hundred percent respect for people who choose to pay the. I have that is like a typical car person thing where like people assume that car people think that everybody else is dumb for taking their cars to mechanics. I do not. I understand. I understand the desire to take it to a mechanic and have them deal with it and then not have to think about it and then your car is going to work just fine. I just I cannot do it whenever I know I can do it because that's just how I grew up. I wish I knew how to do. But I respect every. I respect everyone who takes their car to a mechanic. It's a skill I wish I had. I think I. I mean, I think I. I think you can do pretty much everything with the power of YouTube. But I know that you also know how cars work in way more depth than me. So like, you would be able to troubleshoot. If I if I went if I strayed at all, or if there was a problem and it I had to troubleshoot, that's yeah. where I would get lost. If I was just following, like, YouTube whenever you tutorial, put the car back together and it just right and try to start, right? See, that's right there is where I would basically put it in neutral and roll myself over with it. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, dude! You're gonna get banned from Twitter. Dang it! Not again. <laughs> I feel like you should tell that story. I got, yeah, okay. I got a, uh, so it's over now. I'm back. I'm back on the platform. Not until you tell this and they're going to hear it and ban you <laughs> yeah. again. I got banned on Twitter for 12 hours <laughs> that's because, so, and it I mean, was that's so, so worth it just for the story. Yeah, it was because the next time probably won't be, it'll probably be more severe, but I got banned because I told Hunter to dig. I said, dig a hole and bury yourself in it, loser. <laughs> and, and I get on Twitter yesterday. That's hilarious. Like, obviously, I mean, it wasn't really satirical, but it was satirical. Like, I was mad, but also I didn't mean it, you know? You obviously Kinda, didn't want but I also, him to dig a hole and bury yeah, himself Yeah, but anyway, so I get on Twitter yesterday, and it's and it's saying how my Twitter... I, I had a limited Twitter access. It wasn't banned, which is kind of sucks. I think it'd been funny. People went to my account, so I was banned. But I just couldn't tweet or follow people or something. Like, I could still browse Twitter. And in order for me to start my 12-hour timer, I had to delete the tweet. Censored, man. Dang. Absolutely dude. censored by Twitter. You got, you got this, isn't, this isn't the Elon's Twitter I was promised. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna be a, it's because it said I was promoting self-harm, which like, in fairness. You were. I've done that twice now in the last three minutes, the whole truck thing, so. Maybe, say, maybe you should take this roll. as like a wake-up call. Like maybe. It was my wake-up call, man. I was, You know, you get that little like flutter of embarrassment, like, man. I'm, I got banned from Twitter. I'm like, I'm that bad of a person. And then I was like, oh, wait, it was for a joke. Not the first time I've been burned by a joke on Twitter. Anyways. What was the last joke? Well, technically it wasn't my tweet. Was it my tweet? Yeah. Uh, ah. Long story. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's funny. It's funny. It's not funny. It wasn't funny. In real. the moment, it wasn't funny. It's very real. On the back end, looking back at it now, very funny. It's still not to me. Very fresh. I don't even know what you're talking about. If it's what I'm thinking of, it's what led to me creating my personal Twitter. No, what? Then it's that. not. Then it's not the first joke. What was that? I'm. I'm not telling that story. I don't even know what that is, but okay. 
Somebody's got to tell a story. I can't tell that story. Dang. I can't tell this story either. Man. Some wow. show this is. Yeah, some show this is. That's the banter. All right, everyone. <laughs> Dude, Connor. I'm sorry. Stuff, I dropped man. a lens cap. That's my bad. Raindrop. Drop top. Christmas food. Go. We already talked about that. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah, Connor. It's no, tough yeah, when you're, frick you're off. Right. it's tough when we're in the Christmas spirit, like in the end of November, because we've now been talking about Christmas for so long. And in fairness, this is the closest episode to Christmas, but it's like But I feel like it's a banter thing for us not to talk about it on the closest one to it. That would be kind of on brand, I guess. That would be kind of on brand. No There's one, nothing no one say the about. word no one say that word. Yeah, no one say okay. that word the rest of banter. But Yeah. It's tough. Because nah. that's the only thing like on my mind right now, I feel like. Are people gonna be sad? Probably not. Okay. Um, what else can we even talk about, it though? Might, you know, <laughs> like nothing else is even going on. It might snow tomorrow. <clears throat> oh, it's supposed to snow Friday. Wintry mix. Or, Wintry mix in yeah, Lynchburg just means I, rain that every once in a while you get hit with something. Like, yeah, that was a little harder than rain. That's <laughs> <laughs> a wintry mix. Do you think it's, it's so actually, true. Hunter, do you think it's actually going to snow like no. Saturday? Not enough to matter. Okay, good. Because it's going to get to like 40 degrees. Yeah. So if it snows, okay, it'll okay. snow in the morning. It's it might so, stick for an inch uh, and then be gone. Because I got to drive to Charlotte. Because the temperatures are basically. Uh, that is true. Well, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> the temperatures so what are, are going to do if it, if it so doesn't, cold. if you don't get the title and stuff? They're by, saying by there's saying percent chance I of snow have on Friday. To, I saw 50. Then we have to drive Gabby's car and rent bikes on vacation. Because so it's, it's not a, that big of a deal at the end of the day. I mean, Saturday it's going to be like Sunday $200 for us to rent bikes for the week. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, I mean, and factor Tuesday. Factor time, renting the bikes, $500 starting to sound oh, good, huh? What I'll say. No, no, not at all. <laughs> what I'll say is if 20, there was. $25 and a 30 minute drive sounds good to me. If there was ever a time for like the ponds around here to freeze to like skating ability, it would be Friday through Tuesday because from Friday through Tuesday, it's going to get down Friday night to like nine degrees Dang, and then it's dude. not going to get back above freezing probably realistically until like Tuesday. Saturday is going to get to six degrees. And it's going to, the, night, the nightly temperatures are going to be really, really cold. No way. So by the time you get to Tuesday, you might be able to skate on a pond around here. I you might have to heat. test that out. I got to turn my it. heat lamp I don't on have under any, my house. Uh, here's a story. That we were in Charleston. quite an experience. We were in Charleston and there was, um, we took my niece ice skating. They turned the, one of the tennis courts stadiums into an ice skating rink. cool um but it was like the synthetic it was mm, called glice yeah mm. it's it's basically like a really interesting plastic the like waxy stuff yeah i don't yeah. i still don't fully know because when I, the, someone skated up to me then yeah, and it sprayed it's, it's water plastic shaving it wasn't what do you mean it sprayed water well, not like water but like it was definitely ice that he sprayed up to me I'm telling you, it maybe looks very it realistic. Thin, thin frozen layer on top, maybe. May, that would make maybe. sense. That, oh, that might have been what it is. Maybe they maybe they laid down the blocks and then they have a thin layer of ice. That on would top. make sense. It was, it, it was it was semi cold out. You so. would I mean the I would think that if it, it like synthetic ice is pretty unmistakable synthetic ice, I feel like. Like it is kind of convincing when you're skating. There on were it. blocks that you could see, but definitely looked like there was something over the blocks. Okay. Then yeah, then it probably wasn't synthetic. I mean you would you would know if you're gliding on synthetic ice because it's kind of like you're skating, but you push off and you just kind of like glide and then you stop real suddenly. No, that didn't happen. You know, you could like push and just kind of like cruise for a little bit, but you could also walk if you wanted. Like you just hmm. see that. I don't know. I'd have to see if I, where was it. I could probably Google it. Just search glice. G L I C E. They oh they had a name for it. I didn't just come up with glice. I didn't invent it. Glice. That was their company. Ice rink. It's synthetic. Okay, so Glice. They put this stuff down, right? We're skating there. 
skate a few times around with my niece, leave, they had fire pits, made some marshmallow uh, s'mores, whatever, walk out. And there's a couple walking in. I mean, I, no, well, this one didn't have the, like, where they in, interlocked. It was just... Oh, it didn't. It was flat next to each other, like this. Hmm. It seemed like there was something on top. But I don't know what to tell you. New York Times. With stackable no plastic panels, a company called Gleiss wants to be a rink builder to a warming world. This is from 2020. It was Gleiss. I do know that. They were gliding on polymer panels. Essentially plastic. Yeah, no, it's... Um, it requires no cold weather, special blades, electricity, or water. Yeah, it's still slick, but it has a bit more give than real ice. It's less punishing if you fall hard. Yeah, it's pla- it's plastic. All right, so it's I didn't just ice I mean, plastic skated. You happy, Trevor? You've ruined my dreams. I mean, um, it's easier to skate on as a beginner because, like I said, none of what that none of that stuff matters. Because what happened is we were leaving, and there's a couple about my age, mine and my wife's age, walking mm-hmm. in holding hands, and the dude is bringing his own ice skates. Yeah, I always Heck brought yeah. my own ice skates to like public skates. I well, we got to the car and I made fun of him hard. I was like, "Bro, <laughs> now, you're going in to like a, a ice skating thing for made for kids. The rink is like it's a tennis court." Yeah, I mean, it's I, tiny. I, I would be yeah, bringing my. Let me be clear. I would not be bringing my skates to that. It'd be like if I went to a, a skate at Liberty and at like a, a full size ice rink. Then I probably would. and everyone in there was like kids, and then the kids' parents was it. But I I'll, was like. So it was like me and Lila, and then everyone else was like 10, 10 years old to maybe 13 was like the cap of kids, and then it was like 30-year-olds because it was their parents, and there was no in-between. Yeah. That was the only people in there, and all the kids were using the thing you held on, and all the parents were helping them, and that mm. was that was the ice skating that and was there. Then, and then there's just one guy like And then this one dude, no, he wasn't, I, I didn't get to skate with him. Oh. When I was leaving, it was just them two, like 25-year-old couple. And he had his ice skates over his shoulder, holding his Hockey bro. girlfriend's hand. Well, he didn't in. have to. He didn't have to rent skates. You paid to rent time. The skates came with it, so he paid the exact same amount. Punked. I mean, I will say, I will say, synthetic ice on a rink the size of a tennis court that might be a little bit of a try hard move there, unless you had those skates sitting in your car, or unless you didn't. Oh, he realize, was in Charleston. Unless you didn't realize what you were walking into. That That's is, more likely what it was. That's tough. But, but yeah, it was like the size, of, like literally. I mean, it was tiny. Synthetic ice absolutely dis like it dulls a skate blade so fast. At least it used to back. It was in the a good day. time. Dang. I haven't skated on it in a long time though. But I remember if you skate on ice and then you skate on that, it's definitely noticeable. But it is pretty impressive technology. They, they use it a lot at like hockey camps for in the summer. They'll they'll have just like pads of it that you can like shoot off of outside or stick handle with. And I've mainly the seen them uh, on it. in like. Um, like YouTube videos where guys are like making an ice skating rink through their house and they make a track like up the stairs and stuff like <laughs> that. You guys ever watched Crashed Ice? The like, the like, uh, it's essentially like snowboard cross, but with, on ice skates, they make the ice tracks. You ever no, watch that? That's awesome. Oh my gosh. They literally, you've never seen that? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. So these guys who are like typically former hockey players, you would assume, are in full pads and they make these tracks that, like, oh, I have seen this. And so oh, they're skating awesome. like downhills, going up ramps around these corners. It's they're, like BMX, but yeah, it's BMX yeah. and they're on skates and they're going full speed. And sometimes, I've seen that. sometimes they end up in fights. Like, it's freaking awesome. Is there, freaking is there a hockey, is there th- some a situation you can put a former or current hockey player in that they won't try to fight someone? Nope. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, how do you end up in a fight in that? You, you cut somebody off or That's something? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, 
It's just I feel part- like in like is in in motocross. Well, it's because they, someone's not going to jump off their bike and try to throw hands. It's, it's because in hockey, you are. It's like part of the culture. The sport, yeah, I guess. That's what I was, I was saying. They if allow you take it. a hockey bro. It's like in hockey, if you fight, the reason the reason that fighting happens in hockey is. Obviously, it's a physical sport, yeah. whatever. But it, it's because it's allowed. I understand that. Yeah. So, so That's like, what I'm saying is if you take someone that played hockey their whole life and you just put them in like a pickup basketball game and I someone lowers their shoulder into them, like no, you're telling me gonna, homeboy's not like... No, I don't think so. Because it's literally like a lot of times a fight happens in hockey and like this happened at a game I was just at um, up in Hershey where the team is playing very sluggish. They're down one nothing. They need momentum from somewhere. So what happens? They have their enforcer. He decides to pick out a fight, beats the crap out of a guy. And then two minutes later, not even two minutes later, we scored because we got momentum from winning that fight. You get the crowd a little bit loud. You pump up the stadium like that. Fighting is strategy. I know. I understand it yeah. in hockey. I just think it's funny. So I'm just saying like these guys we, aren't just like wrecking balls with like anger issues. They just they do it because it's allowed in the sport. It's but like, when you pull it like, out to a racing yeah, and then I, they're fighting in that. Okay, that's what I don't, I'm saying. Is I don't like, think it's do you just put these guys in. Like, they're clear. in a, they're competitive eating. And Joey Chestnut throws down one too many hot dogs. Let me be and he clear. Just gets socked I've by seen, Alex Ovechkin. I've seen like one YouTube video of guys fighting in that sport, so it probably isn't a common occurrence. I don't know if it wasn't that hard for you to find statistics. Okay, would say it if was you a look up BMX occurrence. fight, I bet you'll find one too. Well, probably one if I search BMX fight. But if I, I search I, BMX I, race, I bet you'd find more than one. But if I search BMX race, ninety nine percent of the time I'm not going to find a fight in it. Well, I don't think I saw. I think I don't see. I think I saw it like on TikTok. I didn't search for okay, it. Okay. Well, see now. Now we're going out a different way because, like, sure, I can find Meta World Peace jumping into. I don't understand why I'm being targeted right now. Because I mean, what else is the banter for? We gotta have, like, if I just accept your statement, then there's nothing to banter about. That is not a good way to live life. For a podcast. I don't know. I want to get along on the podcast. Okay. Connor, you talk about something. Get this guy off my shoulders. Oh, no, I'm just saying, like, that's what carries, like, for a podcast, we got to elongate a topic. I had to pick something to elongate it. I hurt my feelings. I'm sorry for that. I'll apologize off air. No. I take my apology that I just did on air back. <laughs> so I can do it off air. Connor, when are we going to clean out my uh, car uh, sunroof? When are y'all going to replace his brakes? That's the, at this point, it's mainly just like a. Like, let's see how long we can go. It's is a, it? It's really a joke until I die. Yeah. There I go with the self-harm thing again. But now, like, we can replace him. Not this week. Not next week. See? This is what happens every time. And then the week after, he's gone. Yep. Trevor, we are going to replace you. Literally, I bought those days. breaks, like, beginning of summer. Listen, I don't know if you know this, but every time we talk about it, I feel wildly, um, like... I just know it's my fault, okay? Yeah. I just and I just feel bad. I feel bad. It probably like expired. Every time the bad. breaks, that's not, I don't think that's true. <laughs> it's like time, yogurt. Well, they're still in the packaging, right? Mm-hmm. If, if air hasn't you, touched can, them, you're fine. I never have you been them. refrigerating them? See, no, I haven't. There you go. You have to buy new brakes. Very toast. Imagine if spoiled. I, imagine if for any reason I had to, and like for this whole time, like 60% of my refrigerator space is this brakes. massive box of brakes. <laughs> That would, oh my gosh. We like we should all have a challenge where we take an equally obnoxious item and take it home and convince our wives it has to stay refrigerated and see how long. I'm pretty sure I'm making it through like a day. Oh, I could make it a long time for sure. Mine's not ever reaching our fridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on how you, I mean, if you could use any means possible to convince them, then like I guess I could probably make it a while. But 
That's hilarious, though. It would be an like I feel like the fridge is like a it was a tough one. I think I could go month. If it was the freezer, I could go indefinitely. Oh, freezer, yeah, that's but the fridge. We have less room in our freezer than we do in our fridge. We have well, we have not a lot of room in our freezer. But if you sit in the back of the freezer, like there is things in the freezer that have probably been there since we moved into the apartment. That's not true, but. It stuff just sits in there forever. Well, you, it wouldn't be embarrassing if it was true, Trevor. We wouldn't judge you. Oh, it's not true. I'm it's just the freezer. It doesn't facts. go back. But maybe, maybe it, maybe things have been in there for six months. My my nana used to have a freezer. Well, she still has the freezer, but I think she's cleaned it out since. But she had like a fridge in her garage, and then she had a like chest freezer in her garage as well. Okay, and it was a pretty sizable freezer. I would say it was like close to the width of your desk just like across one way and that freezer like never got cleaned out like it was used like relatively often but like only the top layer of it really got used and so like that nobody knows what was deep down in the depths in that freezer it could be a body you never found out. out well it was cleaned out of it like she cleaned out eventually and it was probably just like really old but you just like check the dates on stuff That'd be fascinating to me. I, I wasn't there when it was cleaned no. out. Yeah, I wasn't mm. there. I think like, this is like, I was like, <laughs> like pull something out. You're like, oh my word, it's yeah. like 1985. No, like who knows? Cause like <laughs> literally it was a very deep freezer. It was like up to like my stomach in height. And yeah, like if you even tried to reach too far and like you could not reach the bottom of it and everything's obviously just kind of frozen together. Yeah. I mean, that thing was a mystery. That's hilarious. Absolute mystery. You can freeze stuff for so long. Gotta get a meat freezer. Yeah, dude. I'd love to. I'd honestly love to do that someday. Like have purchase parts of a cow, right? Where people buy like the whole cow, and so they just have like all their meat for like a That'd half a so year sick. or whatever, where they just have it portioned into whatever they mm-hmm. like. Here's all the burgers you got from this cow. Here's all the steaks, and then you just keep it in a meat freezer and use it. That would be really cool. Hunter, guess what? Hunter could do that with like a chicken freezer. While you were shooting the. <laughs> whatever the frick it's called the other day debate debate night um me and trevor answered a very interesting question of why is it called a hamburger we did do you see if you know the answer see if you can guess the answer why is it called a hamburger yeah because yeah. it's not ham no it's obviously not ham so why do you think it's i called feel like hamburger? i've googled this before but i don't remember i'm sure everybody's probably googled this at some it's point from, it's whoa, whoa, whoa. are you gonna give me a chance to guess I just said, I mean, I don't. Oh, you're not gonna give me just a guess, like like any, just make a random guess, and like your, I feel like your random guess could somehow align with the correct answer. It's pretty obvious now that I, now that I know the answer, it's pretty obvious. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's like it makes sense. I feel it makes like it's a the lot only of sense. option. It's like I feel like it's really the only option. Well, I feel like hamburger was the original word of burger, right? Like, isn't that where burger comes from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hamburger yeah. existed before the word burger. Right, yes, yes. So you have to think know, of, like... We know that, yes. So you'd have to think of, like, why did they call it something... Like, a why, where, why is a burger? So that's, that makes me think it has something to do with the way it's made. Which makes me think that it was with a hammer. I love... See, that's wow, why you that's get an educated reasoning. guess out of people, because that, that was incredible. great reasoning. No, it's, it's actually, actually a lot more straightforward. <laughs> it's a, It was just made... Created in a town called Hamburg. Hamburg, ah, Germany. So, like, Lynchburg, but Hamburg... So it could have been called the Lynch Burger. And it was literally invented because, so beef tatar already existed, which is like a raw beef dish. And they just decided, hey, let's cook it. 
Yeah, beef tartare is basically small cubed pieces of beef. Like they're like cubed up with some other ingredients in there. So they literally just like that's how ground beef was invented was they had the cubed <laughs> beef tartare and somebody's like, ah, oh, let's just like try to cook this. Yeah, and throw that thing on a pan, man. They call it a hamburger. I just want to eat a hamburger. Hunter, when are we getting you tested? Connor and I were just talking about this the other day. He was like, I don't know. he was saying how epic the last foundation or the foundation nation video would be of you like getting tested and like being able to eat a cheeseburger you know, again. So many channels and have I told like those, that one viral video that like, you know nothing about the channel, but the video pops off. It'd be off. like Logan That Paul. would be our video because you can do like guy has red meat for the first time in blank years. It would be like or Logan like, Paul putting on the colorblind sunglasses. Remember yeah, that? Back yeah, it'd day? be yeah, like that. that. Or like guy cured from alf- like I alf- told alf- Connor that you would never, you would never eat again. Well, you, I, I, you have to eat red meat. To confirm the diagnosis, that's what I'm saying. I, I said you wouldn't do it. Well, that's the only reason. Like, I don't really, I don't. My life hasn't been affected bad enough that I want to go do it. Yeah, I mean, like, I, honestly, I eat shockingly enough healthier now. Yeah, than I, I mean, did before. Yeah, because takes, before, all I ate your, was like meal. I would go to McDonald's multiple times a week. If I went that's to Wendy's, life. I got like I was getting a double cheeseburger every time. Baconators. Is there something? Let's put it this way. Is there anything we could like do channel wise that like if it happened you would go and get tested? Again? I mean, yeah, anything. Like, I, it's not getting tested isn't that big of a deal. I want it to happen. I just like it's because I it's, think it would just add another. You have layer to just make know. a. You have to make a doctor's appointment and like it's just inconvenient. Right, it's the only reason. So, like, so we, I'm never going to choose to do it. But like, if so someone, like, like, how many likes do we have to get on this video for you to do it? No, like I could. I like that's too, already too lofty of a goal. Like if we were just like if we were convinced like hey this will make a really good video yeah I'd do it oh like it's not it's not gonna take much convincing I'm convinced convinced. it'll make a really good we'll make the appointment right now then on the banter I actually would have I'd have to call yeah they're definitely not open it's well eight twenty they might be make the appointment then put your money where your mouth is (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) well so the tough part is (laughs) this is the best day of my life CV I need to go to this place didn't you say something changed about it too where like you don't have to get don't, well, so don't do it for next week, though. I want to be here. So no, originally... And then don't do it for the week after that, because Trevor wants to be here. No, nah, I don't care. Oh. Well, I do. What do I need help with today? Alpha gal. <laughs> I mean, this could be... This is going to be amazing. Zero searches. He's going to be He's going to be clean after all these years. Dang, man. That first cheeseburger well, bag... No, so the other, the other flip side of this is the last time I got tested, what mm-hmm. happened was I got down to where my score was like 0.3. Uh-huh. basically non-existent i could have eaten red meat and it probably just made me a little sick yeah mm-hmm. and so they said come back and like your score is definitely going down come back in like six months we'll test you again yeah most likely it'll be zero we'll do the meat test all that went back my score jumped to like 4.5 which is like the highest it ever been interesting so that's very that's the other reason i avoid it is because i went from mm. i was like being very free with it you know like i eat now yeah. where i like wouldn't care about cross-contamination that much. If it, mm. if it inconveniences me to tell someone to change their gloves, I'm not going to tell them. Yeah. So like that, like, and I don't get sick. I, I eat, I'm fine. I'm fine. I was living this exact lifestyle then. Mm-hmm. But then you go and you get the report from the doctor telling you your meat allergy is worse than it's ever been. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, crap, like how serious do I have to take this? So then it just changes your well, life so in other ways. So, so, so I think the way we're going to do this. That's the risk. The way we're going to do this, though, is you're going to get tested. If you come in at zero, you're eating a cheeseburger that day. But then we'll wait and get you tested again in six months. Well, no. So, so at least that day you'll be good. 
No, so like you come in at zero and there's a chance of a false test. Mm. So they make you eat the cheeseburger yes. or you get to pick your red meat dish. Oh, what are you picking? Mine would be a cheeseburger. What's your last meal? From where? Like, to be honest with you, none of it really sounds that good to me anymore. Yeah, well, just because you associate like, take a bite of that big gangbang, you're like, Woo! It with being sick. Yeah, yeah, like a steak. I don't think I'll ever eat a steak. Mm-hmm. Nothing about it is attractive to me. <sighs> I never really liked steak that much before. I understand that from like if you're if you're like removed from that food group. And it's been like I've four or five years. I understand a steak not seeming like it doesn't like in order for a steak to be flavorful, it has to be not fully cooked through. And if mm-hmm. the only thing I've eaten for years is chicken, yeah. And if chicken's not fully cooked through, it's bad. It like turns yeah. your stomach. So yeah. looking at people eat steak rare, I'm like, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I, I, I get that. That makes sense. So like the only way I would eat a steak's well done, and at that point, I'd rather just it have doesn't a taste good. Yeah, I'd rather just have a burger because a burger well done, you can put enough ketchup and cheese and seasoning on it that you're fine. I'm going to say a phrase here that is going to make me sound like a jerk, but if you eat your bur- if you eat your steaks well done, you don't like steak. That's like, yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, I ate my steaks well done and I don't like steak. That's a true statement. Um, I can't book an appointment. I don't know what's going on here. My wife's... Uh, I searched my doctor's name and it said, did you mean Estes? My wife's no. grandma will... She will go to a restaurant. Like, she loves, like, Texas Roadhouse. And she, she's like just this really funny Southern woman. You know, she was a Marine. Just funny. And she'll go to Texas Roadhouse and order a steak or anywhere that she ordered a steak. And she'll say she doesn't want any pink, but she doesn't want to be dry either. <laughs> Very funny. Every time <laughs> every time watching it is hilarious. That's hilarious. Well, it's got to be dry if you cook all the juice out there, lady. I, I just like I just imagine like getting that instructions, getting those instructions at a chef and be like, what do I do? Like I'd almost yeah. like inject it with A1 sauce at that <laughs> point. <laughs> A1 sauce is good. That's funny. I love steak. I, I'm the type of person who I grew up we didn't really cook, like, we never really cooked steaks at my house growing up. I mean, it's ex- it's expensive. Like, we had a family of five, so, like, if you're going to make steak. We had, like, London broil a few times. We'd get, like, yeah, cheaper cuts Yeah, my mom of used steak. to make London broil. And I would have that and be like, this is incredible. But I never, because we didn't make steaks a lot, um, I knew I liked it, but I didn't order steak at restaurants. Even, okay. like, into an older age. And not for any particular reason, it just wasn't the thing that called my name on the menu. And then, like, not even like not even too many years ago, honestly, I feel like what started it is my father-in-law would grill a lot whenever I'd go over there, and I'd eat a lot more steak that way. And then I just would, I just started like, hey, I'll order, I'm gonna order a steak, you know, sometimes. And now I understand how amazing it is. Mm. <laughs> and like, I always knew, but now I really know. So like, if, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely get steak a lot more now. I definitely like. My my mom used to make steak. She would make a lot of London broil, but she my mom and dad would make steaks growing up. They kind of tag team it, but like they would like my mom would do like a crazy steak recipe, not like just like a this uh, is a good steak, but like a we're gonna do a it's marinated and crusted with es- like espresso powder and like all this stuff to like make like a crazy steak. Yeah, and they would do like a reverse sear thing, like where where I guess not a reverse sear, but they would like sear it in the pan and then go in the oven and cook it in the oven. I've done that, but like. I was always like as a kid even I was always super particular about how my steak was cooked I never wanted it like overdone and so my dad would and like whenever he would cook them on the grill I was probably a butthole as a kid but like no I was try to be nice but like hey dad would you make sure you take mine off a little bit earlier but like it was just like my sisters were super particular about like they didn't want any pink because my sister was terrified of it so like we had to find like a happy medium which just meant that I was never really happy with my steak I yeah so, I sit I can sit between 
between medium rare all the way to like the higher end of medium, I would prefer I, if I'm going to be closer to an end, I'd prefer to be closer to medium rare because I, I agree. Like if a steak gets cooked too much for me, it's just not that good. But yeah, I, my dad always says he likes with his burgers. He'd always say he likes to still have a little moo in it after it's cooked. That's funny. Now burgers, with, I was always well done with burgers. I always do medium. I, I do never, medium. I don't because a lot of people do medium rare with burgers, but you, you can't have ground beef be undercooked. Yeah, I do. I do medium because it touched too many tools. So there's too many, too many uh, parasites that could be. I just always go well done with. Well, I haven't had a burger in years. Been years. Yeah, who knows? New Hunter. Twenty. This it's guy, been. This guy eats lettuce and tomato now. Five years. Because it was 2017. No, it was 2016. You remember the last? Do you remember the last cheeseburger you ate? Yeah, that's what made me sick. Dang, dude. And where was it? So I was at Myrtle Beach. We went to a seafood restaurant. And back then, because I ate red meat, uh-huh. uh, I didn't eat fish at all. I also, chicken. I love fish. Side note. Like if if, if there was you no burger, burger or like that, if there was no cheeseburger on the menu, I'd order chicken tenders. But yeah. nothing else was in my diet. Like mm. that was that was it. And pizza, obviously. Always been a pizza guy. I'm, I'm pizza. And so I got a cheeseburger and french fries at this seafood restaurant. Ate it, got sick that night, very sick. Um, popped. I took. Luckily, my sister. What was she a doctor at that point? She might have been in residency. I don't know. She was far enough in med school that she knew like this was a. It was an allergic reaction, and I wasn't just like having food poisoning or something. And B that I could take way more Benadryl than I thought a human could take. So I took so much Benadryl. And she also got me ranitidine, which is, so that's like your H1 and H2 blockers. I think they're H, yeah, basically your two histamine blockers. So one blocks your like acid and the other blocks your other histamine, whatever the frick that is. So I took both of those um, as soon as Heather saw what was going on. And then I just passed out on the bathroom floor because I had way more Benadryl in me than I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and this guy passed out as it fell asleep? Yeah. Okay, okay. I was just sitting there and I just like, and then I woke up in the bed the next morning feeling fine, just really drowsy. But apparently, like, my sister and my mom and Lizzie, who was also at the beach, like, took shifts to make sure that I wasn't having trouble breathing all night. Because, like, the last thing before was, like, my tongue was starting to swell up. I had yeah. hives all over Dang. my body. I was throwing up, having diarrhea. And then Dang. the Benadryl knocked me out. And they were like, well, so my mom was like, let's take him to the ER. My dad was like, he's fine. He's probably, you know, he's probably just, like, he probably ate something weird. And my sister was like... No, like, if it gets more serious, we'll take him, but he's okay now. We were, like, two minutes from the hospital, so mm-hmm. my sister wasn't worried about getting me there in time. She was just heavily watching me. Because, also, my brother wasn't there, and he was the only one in our family that had any allergies. So, we didn't have an uh, EpiPen. We didn't even have Benadryl. We, uh, they ran to CVS to get it for it for mm-hmm. me. So, the next day, I was like... My brother had already had alpha gal, so we knew it existed. Okay. So we knew red meat allergy existed. But I, like, even the up to that day, I ate red meat very regularly. Yeah. Like, the day before, I ate red meat and It's crazy how it hits you like that. And, and so, how long ago, how long before was the tick bite? I still don't fully know. Because I don't remember crazy. ever getting bit by a tick. Mm-hmm. I had really bad chiggers when I was at the beach. But like it's, right so, it's so weird because it says on the internet, which I realized possibly is not true, that you can't get alpha gal from chiggers. You can. So you can? any any like um 
I forget what they're called, but hardback. I saw the the dude at UVA is the leading number one researcher in AlphaGal. Oh, wow. Since Jimmy had such a bad case, Jimmy mm-hmm. went to him all the time. Yeah. So as soon as I got it, he wanted to study me because uh-huh. me and my brother both had it. So I went and talked to him, and he was asking me when was my tick bite, and I told him, I don't remember ever getting bit by a Lone Star tick. Uh, and he's like, well, that doesn't exactly matter. What Did you get bit by anything else? I said, I yeah, I got in a nest of chiggers like two weeks before this is the worst, my reaction. Dude. He goes, that was it then. Mm. And I was like, but it wasn't a Lone Star tick. He's like, that doesn't matter. He goes, even uh, a certain type of ant can carry it. Dang. Because um, what well, was wild enough was That's I was about to go to Australia when I met with him. And he was like, in Australia, it exists, but they don't have ticks. Or they don't have the certain type of tick. I was like, so how does it exist? And that's when he was like, the soldier ant or some type of ant carries it. Wow. So, wild child. Um, anyways, but the next day after, I, so I ate that cheeseburger. The I was at Myrtle Beach. The next week, I was leaving for Worlds in Kansas. Um, so, I couldn't get tested because I was about to leave to go on a road trip to Kansas for Worlds. And the next mo- the next day, I was like, I didn't believe it was Alpha Gal, which okay. meant anything on four legs. So to test it, or no, 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 back it up. Lunch that back day, I had pork barbecue. Okay, mm. no reaction. Yeah, this is the day you. This you is went the day. To the doctor. No, this is the day I got sick. So before you got sick, you had- lunchtime pork barbecue. Okay, no reaction. Dinner time cheeseburger reaction. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm allergic to both. Most people think it's just red meat. It's anything on four legs. So mm-hmm. mammalian meat. So like even venison can't have. Um, Darn. So I think it was because I had so much uh, red meat, mammalian meat that day. That's what made my reaction so bad mm-hmm. because I had pork and then a cheeseburger. But the next day we were about to leave the beach and I was convinced that I had a shellfish allergy because I never eat fish. Ever. Like at that point, like Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you the last time I'd eaten fish. We would go to a seafood buffet and I would get pasta and chicken tenders. Like Mm -hmm. I did not eat fish. I hated it. So I was like, it's got to be a fish allergy because we went to a seafood restaurant and I ordered a cheeseburger. Had to be cross contamination. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, because I ate. Please help me fish. Please be fish. Well, I ate so much, so much red meat. And at that point, I didn't under, I didn't know it come from chiggers, so I was yeah. like I didn't get a tick bite. Right. Like I was so particular because tick also has to be on you a certain amount of time for mm-hmm. it to. Yeah. And so I was I was playing a lot of disc golf obviously at the time, and I was every disc golf round get home immediate search mm-hmm. because I was not messing with anything tick related. Couldn't do it. I did not want to. I did not want to get red because I always told my mom if I got alpha gal, I was just going to eat a cheeseburger and die. That it wasn't worth it for me. <laughs> I it was dead serious. When I told her that before. Changed. Dang. And so. Um, we, uh, we drove back the next morning and my dad on the way home was convinced alongside me that it wasn't a red meat allergy. We were like, there's no way. And again, not red meat, but the, yeah. uh, four leg animal, mammalian meat. And so on the way back, we were like, let's test it. I was like, I'm willing to test it. And so we went to McDonald's and I got a sausage, uh, egg and cheese, um, uh, sausage, egg and cheese, McGriddle, McGriddle. Because apparently Delicious. sausage is one of the higher, at the time, that's what they told me, higher concentrate of alpha gal. So like that was something <laughs> this Jimmy was going for it. So I was like, screw it. Let's, I'll eat that. And I'll prove to my mom that I'm not, not allergic. And so I ate it and then I went home and I sat on the couch and we just watched the clock and I just watched some TV and my throat itched uh, and I got a bad, really bad headache. Um, and I thought, I don't think... My mom wanted me to take Benadryl. 
I don't think I did because I think I was trying to prove to her I'm not I'm not allergic. I had a little bit of hard, like a little bit of trouble breathing, but it never got to where I was panicking. Mm-hmm. It just like I could tell, like, okay, I, I'm, I'm, my breathing's a little more labored. My throat itches. Never broke out in hives. I had basically a migraine, but that was it. And so I was convinced the migraine I was dehydrated. And I told my mom the throat itch is just my mind playing tricks on me. Like I'm fine. <laughs> well, then we told my sister. My sister's like, no, like a headache can be another thing of allergic reaction. You, you probably did. So then I was leaving for Kansas the next day. My mom and I are in an argument because I'm like, I'm not allergic to red meat. I How just old are you at this point? Um, 18. 18. Okay. 18 or 19. Okay. Uh, I was, I was, I either just turned 19 or was still 18. Okay. And so I told my mom, basically, I'm like, this is pointless. I'm not allergic to red meat. I just ate a sausage, sausage, egg and cheese McMuffin and like, or McGriddle, I'm fine. And she was like, well, just for me, in Kansas, just only eat chicken. Just so when you get back, you can get tested. She's like, I don't care who's right, who's wrong. Since you're going to be far away from me, please, for me, just eat chicken while you're gone. And I was like, Mom, that is so stupid. Like, we're going to be in Kansas. I want to eat. And she's like, Hunter, please, just eat chicken while you're gone. That way, I don't have to worry about you. I was like, Mm -hmm. all right. You know what, Mom? That's fair. Fine. I'll just eat chicken. So I only ate chicken the whole time I was in Kansas. It was completely fine. Never even had a second thought worrying about anything. Got back, got tested the first day. Allergic to red meat. Wow. My mom was right. Dang. Moms are always right. And that is the moral of this movie. And the reason, so there's two different numbers. There's your alpha-gal score, Mm -hmm. right? Which is like how allergic you are to the red meat. And then there's the IgE, which from what I understand, essentially IgE, every human has that, right? That's just your like... Essentially, in the connotation of allergies, it how high that number is um, kind of like determines how severe your reaction is. Mm. So I had a semi-severe red meat allergy or mammalian meat allergy, but I had a really low IgE. Like, like I think a normal human is like 35. I think mm. I was like 40. For perspective, my alpha-gal allergy, I think, was like 3.5 to 4. The highest range, I think, it got to like 9. So I was pretty middle of the road. I was, I was very allergic to it. Yeah. A normal human 0.0, obviously. Mm-hmm. My brother was seven on the alpha-gal scale, so slightly more allergic, mm. but his IgE was like 250. So that was the biggest difference between me and him. Okay. Was he like, then it was also partially because he has an autoimmune disease that we didn't know at the time, to where like for him, stress can send him into full anaphylaxis. That now it's under control, but back crazy. then that's what was like making me so terrified is like, we didn't know he had that going on. Mm-hmm. So there were situations where he didn't like, was not in contact with red meat at all. He was only eating at home. He wasn't even like he, no red meat was even in our house. Like there was no chance he ate red meat and he would go into full anaphylaxis, like Dang. EpiPen hospital. And so we were convinced at that time, because we didn't know he had this other thing going on that when I got it, my understanding of it was like, only thing that made sense was he must have like shook hands with someone that ate a cheeseburger and then he ate. Mm-hmm. Like that was the only thing that made sense. Right. Was like he used a doorknob to someone. So I was like, this thing is terrible. Like, how do you go somewhere and not come in contact with someone who yeah. ate red meat? Not at all what it is. You actually have to digest the red meat for it to. It's not like a peanut allergy, nearly the same. Like you're that's why it takes so long for you to react after. Like it's like a three to six hour window after you eat before you'll react because you actually, your body has to start trying to process the alpha-gal protein. Mm. And that's what you can't process. That's what makes you react. Didn't know any of that at the time. 
And so oh, I was just freaking out. That's why that I got so skinny because I was scared to eat everything. Hmm. I just like, I, I don't even know what I ate. I think I just, that's, I think I just ate peanut butter and jellies and I would eat like maybe one or maybe two a day because I was terrified. And so I like became skin and bones because I just wasn't eating. It, I wasn't even hungry to eat because yeah. my body just associated eating with like, I think I might die if I eat. Basically right. an eating disorder. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but what I didn't realize is the IgE score was what was so important. So since my brother's was so high, mine was so low. That's why at the beach and when I ate the sausage McGriddle, mm-hmm. because my IgE is so basically like a normal range, it just makes me sick. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I'm not going to say I couldn't die from it, but yeah. I feel like I would have died if I could have. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I was very stubborn that I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't going to the hospital or anything. Yeah. So I think that's why like my reaction's different. But also, I'm allergic to bees somehow now. I don't think that's from it. My sister said you can just develop bee allergies later in life. Like that's a somewhat semi-common thing. But that reaction when I was allergic to, when I got stung by a bee, I just broke out in hives all over. Nothing else happened. But I just like, once I had hives all over and knew I'd been stung by a bee, I just went to the urgent care and just explained to them. And then they just like basically gave me an IV of Benadryl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were like, if it gets worse, we're going to take you to the hospital. And it never, it never got worse. I was just there for like two hours and went home. Allergies be crazy. But I no. literally like allergies. People don't realize like how severe they can be. Like your allergies are. I mean, it's a it's a life altering thing. But like obviously, like you can still live with. No, it. No, it could be much worse. My my uh, we have like a family friend who there is this couple. They have um, a son and a daughter, and the daughter, as she got older, developed these allergies from this rare genetic condition that she had. Just something in her genetics to where she her allergies are so bad that she. <laughs> cannot stay in their house she had they had to buy like a trailer and like completely detox this trailer for a stand and she can eat like three foods and wow. like has to eat the same thing and drink like the same smoothie every so day crazy. like literally cannot go anywhere see anyone do it is like insane like allergies can be like nuts that's bizarre yeah it is that's so crazy there is it's, a, it's, um, it's absurd this local dude um bought a house downtown i forget how we know his family um, but they bought a house downtown and they were renovating the house, but it's like in a historic district where it's very limited what you can do. Right. So there were some, like there were very certain things they could touch, couldn't touch in the house because you had to keep the historic preservation thing. My, um, mother-in-law has a house very similarly to where like she can't even change her doorknobs yeah. type thing Makes because sense. it has to fit the, the look of the time period or whatever. Um, which is wild to me that I mean, it's because you sign contracts stuff when you buy the house, which is wild to me that you can own a house and own the property and like people can still tell you like, yeah, you yeah. can't touch X, Y, or Z. Wild stuff. But that's the type of house they were in and they were doing as much renovation as they could and they as all were just getting sick, like super sick. Hmm. And they didn't know what was going on. They were taking their, like the parents were like sick and it wouldn't go away. It was just like a bad cold that wouldn't go away yeah. for like several weeks. But their kid was like, like having to be like, go to the like, hospital and be like right. hospitalized. But once they were like, once the kid was in the hospital, turned a corner, started doing so good, whatever, just got sent home. Home, sick again. And they're like, Dang. what is going on? So they finally, I forget how they figured it out. I think they got a permit or something to be able to tear down one of the walls they wanted to tear down. Mm-hmm. Knock the panel down, mold everywhere. Oh my yeah. goodness. And so all, what was, it was just, they were just, the mold just was just making them sick. So I forget yeah. what, how, I think they actually just, I don't know if they moved or if they were able to like, because of that, they had to pay a ton of money to get it all fixed. Yeah. I think is what they ended up doing. But 
got it all fixed and they went and stayed at a hotel while it was getting fixed in the hotel everyone just immediately started feeling better after like literally two or three days yeah, of being out. <laughs> away from out, it yeah. and so then everyone like was feeling great and they went back in the house and you know it's all all good to go Dang, that's it was just mold behind their wall. They're just like it was an old house, oh. so you can you can anticipate, but yeah, there was no way to know the severity of it. Yeah, like some good old mold. And there's also no way to know that's gonna make you that sick. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's what we thought was gonna happen to you guys in that little side room. Yeah, yeah. Warehouse. yeah. I, that was mold. There's no shot. It wasn't. No, dude. What did they <laughs> say? They, he, they well, so they tested, dude. It's so mold. we we moved into the warehouse, right? And the warehouse had this little side room with window that was like their server, server room. And it wasn't being used for anything. But it wasn't, it was a the completely empty room there. with just like one little corner had their server. So they were like, if you don't touch that, you're free to use this as like an office, whatever you want. So Connor and I were like, this will be our office. Sweet. You know, <clears throat> that way we're removed from the warehouse. There's no distractions. It smelled like a basement. In and, there. and, but, but the air vents had just like obvious mold. Black. Yeah, and it, was, it black. was black, and it looked Coming like from some the air kind vents of mold, yeah. and then spreading, spreading on, on the, ceiling. the ceiling panels. It was very. clearly it's it's fair to say it was very clearly a growth of some sort, yes. and it was a dark color. <laughs> and so I was like, we walk in there and we cleaned up the the floor and everything as much as we could. <laughs> we're like, we're and like, yeah. we looked at the room. I was like, we can't be in here. Like that yeah. is odd. like just standing in here. If that's actually black mold, we we need masks on. Like we can't be in yeah. here. So I called the the guy who like w- worked with the servers at this place. Um, he comes in, takes a paper towel to it, wipes it, goes, ah, it's dirt. I was like, no, it's just you, you wipe the metal part where mold probably can't really get it roots in and it just wiped off. So you say it's dirt. I was like, no, I was like, can, I was like, well, are y'all okay if we pay to get it tested? I was like, we'll just like, we'll get the AC company to come out, test it. And if it's mold, y'all fix it. If it's not mold, fine. Like, is that, is that a fair? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Pay these people. They come out, they tested it, not mold. I don't trust them, but not mold. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, you gotta think the people in charge I, of getting I kept rid of the mold. Saying, we'd be sitting like, in there, and they I'd would be like, they would definitely <clears throat> tell you if it was mold. They want to charge <clears throat> you. And I just like I could, I it had to have been mental tricks. Well, it probably wasn't. Mental, there's it's also dirt, extreme amount of dust yeah. in that room as well. But Connor and I, like, we worked in there for yeah, yeah, six fine. months, and we're fine. Or more. Brad's in there now. Nobody, nobody's sick. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, it was. I definitely kept on like being like, well, we'll just go back in the again. mold room, and Hunter be like, it's not mold. We know it's not mold. And I'd be like, whatever, Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to hear this side of you now. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely. I mean, well, like I. He was just being a team player, man. Technically, I had all of the documents to prove it wasn't mold. Uh huh. I met the requirements. I met the requirements, but I wasn't chosen. <laughs> no, like I like everything says that's it wasn't that, mold. That's that it's mold just trying like, to get trying to make it through the mold test. You met the requirements. It was just like just what chosen. what like when they told me it wasn't mold, I was just like, you tested everything. You're like, yeah. It's like there's no like, way. What is it, bro? <laughs> You're like just dirt, man. I'm like that what dirt other black doesn't look like grows. that. You're capping. It, all only thing I will say is it wasn't fuzzy. It was not say fuzzy. That. It, it did look like dirt. It's weird it because the way it's just I think it's just what it was that it spread like that. I think it was because the air vents, the way they were angled, it was just yeah. spraying dirt out. I think yeah. you're probably right. It just but it just it looked very unsettling. I might have a picture. I was unsettling. I will try to find the a picture. The floors were bad, too. I scrubbed those floors. Well, I mean, no one used that room for years. Yeah. I think that was the other problem is when we first moved in, they told us, like, oh, we'll just change the air vent. And the air vents clearly hadn't been changed in. Like those poor AC system in that room. Yeah, well, that AC, AC that system went through the air a lot. Here. <laughs> went through a lot before. There's it got a lot going. of dust in here too. We had to fix it so many times. 
That's what the problem whenever you have a very cluttered space, like you just have so much stuff is that like it increases the amount of dust in there and then it all just circulates because that's the way this works is the air just circulates. Well, this room, just, like before there was any stuff in here, it was dusty because yeah. we we were like, hey, how much money will it save us if we don't finish it? And it was a lot of money. So we're like, we ain't finishing this room. I mean, we're just, you so know. So we didn't finish it. We and were, so like when the construction moved out, dust just stayed, like dirt yeah. and stuff because like it was unfinished. We just they didn't just have. put the drywall up mm, and. We just didn't have floor in a trim. It's no big deal. Well, also the drywall, they, they painted it white. Yeah, they painted the drywall. They just, they just didn't have floor and a trim. Yeah, but the floor is what would have made the difference. Yes. Yeah. Because well, like when we moved in, before we ever even put definitely. a shelf up, there was dirt everywhere. It seems almost it's impossible to that keep we, this floor from being dusty. It's better that we don't have a finished floor, though. We would have ruined it. Well, when the warehouse was here, we would have, yeah. We would have ruined it now. We just put toothpaste all over the floor. Over there, sure. But if yeah. we had a floor, we'd put something down before we did. It, I it was allows us to be a little, into the floor. Yesterday. It allows us to be a little more wild. With I the like floor. that yeah. we're able to be careless with the floor. Yeah, but it, you do have to admit it would be nice to come in here and. and I would all just be like to know out. how, like, yeah. what people think that our office space looks like. I don't. I I get very uncomfortable every time someone comes in the well, store the, and like they open, like someone opens the back door, and, and be like, uh, "Oh, but, this is okay. this is where they work." But and I'm the like, "Problem yeah. is, you use massive closet with a bunch of crap in it." This yeah. is no problem. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is at the end of the day, and like we all know this, if you spread out, what's happening in here is we have. Literally, like no, there's three, no way for it to yeah, look good. We have three sets, like a fulfillment area back there, and a desk clump. Like if if this was spread out, if you just had our desk clump in a room and not the sets or anything else, obviously it would look a thousand times cleaner. Or if you just had the sets in room, well, I think that there's this enough is, space for what's happening in here. It's just because everything, like, there's so many things that have to happen in and out of this room that, like, it's very hard for it to stay organized. Very hard, yes. And it's very hard for it not to look cluttered, even when it is clean. No, I think that there's a way that it could, but it's not worth it. I'm yeah, not saying we're going to do it. The way that it could not. would be where that was somebody's main priority. Yeah. I'm just saying, it, like, we just it, don't it, have that ability. Well, the other thing is we're four dudes that yeah. none of us, by nature, are organized. Mm-hmm. Like, like, some, like... We're organized with certain things. Yes. No. But when it comes to things, mm-hmm. none of us are organized. I also, I also like it's not like it has to function in that environment. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I function best out of chaos. Yeah, I thrive. Like I like I like knowing that my notebook's under that towel under the screwdriver on my desk. Like I like if you move that <laughs> notebook, I'm gonna freak out. That's funny. I like my desk to be clean. Like my desk is not clean right now, but I like it whenever my desk is neat. Because I I like the aesthetic of it, but the fact that there's crap on the floor all around me and that this whole place looks like a tornado came through here doesn't even bother me. A the little only thing bit. that bothers me is is like I said when only when people come over when someone like opens the door and like shows back there because yeah. the problem is it's never war- like it's never a warning no. shot. No, like sometimes people will be gotta, coming to you. Just gotta here. tell them to look at the grip block set. Look at the grip block set. Look at it. Look at it. Sometimes the grip block set does look nice. <laughs> yeah, people will be this coming to like have great. a meeting here and I'll clean everything up. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. It'll look great. Or like well, the as good as it can. If we build, <laughs> if we build out a third set, yeah, then, then we're gonna put a fake wall right yeah. there. Then it'll, then it'll be we'll have like three corners of not quite chaos, and then well, just no, the, the debate night set still chaos. Yeah, well, Silas, somebody's job to finish. That. I told Silas and the in between. There's said, just a straight up. Told desk Silas to finish that that set, and he basically finished. And the Silas LEDs, finished the lights, and then he. I'm gonna get on him next week. when he goes when he's back in Thursday. I'm like, Saga, that debate night set needs to be finished. You just got like, just just 1st. literally finishing the paint, which would take you fifteen minutes, would do so much for that set. Just like putting it to the ceiling, so it's yeah. not that awkward. Like that would do a lot. Just tape it. But hey, paint it. on the show, it looks fine. 
Does it does it gets the job done? That, yeah. the only, our space, our you only the, see like a solid square foot of gold it. is still above this black. Wall. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> our spaces are all very functional. I listen, functional space. As a guy who lives in an apartment, I understand that like some, like it's very similar to this space where like things have to just be um, efficient and they have to be practical, and everything about this space is practical. It's all it all gets done. It might not look the prettiest, but it all gets done. Well, the other problem too is like, if that stack of discs isn't on my desk where it's allowed to just live yeah. and thrive, it has to be at my house. My yes, you have room where it's not though. allowed to live and thrive. That is very no. true. Yes, it is. It, it can live and thrive in the basement. Yeah, you have a yeah, basement. I can just throw it in the basement. You don't even. You have but a I'm basement. saying like, if I walk in through my door, what I would do is I'd walk in, I'd want to see Luca, so I put stuff on the kitchen counter, and then mm-hmm. I walk. The house I grew up in, you have to remember too, my dad had a corner of the counter that was dedicated that my mom was like, whatever you put there, you can leave. That's nice. So my I dad had, I love that. that was his, when he'd walk in, his mail would go there. He would open, sort his mail. He had his list of like pe- people playing basketball. It, it's still there. Like to this day, the you walk in corner. and there's just like, unless if company's coming over, my mom would put it in a box. And then as soon as company left, pull the box out, lay stuff back out. So he had this little corner it's of the well-run machine right of the there. thing to where like my mom's like I don't care what you do right there I'll clean everything else. So that's what I grew up seeing mm-hmm. was oh you walk in you put the mail on the counter you, you can open it sort it you leave it it's gonna be there the next day. No, it's gone. Liz, that don't fly, which yeah. is completely fair. No, what Liz does is the normal way to function. Uh-huh. I just didn't grow up in a normal way to function. <laughs> so I'll come in I'll open bills whatever. Something happens where I'm not, I can't pay them right now. Leave them, go, come back the next day. Bills are gone. They're gone. And I'm like, Liz, if you don't leave that out, like I will not pay that bill. Like if that bill gets put, even if you're like, we we had this thing hanging that was like for mail. I was like, you put it there, gone. Out of sight, out of mind. I'm never paying it. And so there are times where like, we, I got like, a, I got a mail notice once from our water company that was like delinquency status. I was like, what the frick is this? It's like water bills, like 40 bucks a month. I pay it every month. And I opened it. And it's like, you haven't paid in three months. You know, if, if you don't pay for another month or two, we're going to turn the water off. I was like, Liz, what, what is this? Like, do you know something? She's like, no. I was like, I've paid the water bill. I'm like, all right, well, it came with the water bill. I was like, I'll just pay this one right now. Went on, hadn't paid for three months. I'm like, where are these water bills? Liz is like, well, have you checked the mailbox? I'm like, the outside one? She's like, no, the, the box that I hung on the wall, I put all the mail in. I was like, no, I haven't checked that. <laughs> Went in there. There's like three months of electric bills, three months of our water oh, bill. Man. Everything's just in there. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, luckily, my credit card bills notify my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I pay those. Yeah. But like the water bill, our internet, I have paperless all of that. on everything. I hate paperless. Why? Exactly? Because I'm, I'm scared it's going to go through my, like paper, There's if it goes into my mailbox, I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. M- minus the mailbox wall situation. Yeah. Email. I way too many emails go with me out me ever noticing. That's fair. So if I get if I have like an important bill, like there is a chance that I my, my water would get turned off. Is how I figured out that I hadn't paid my water. I bill. check my mm-hmm. I check my email enough, but if you get a too many emails, well, like, I like having paper things. Between the two mail apps on my phone, I have twelve thousand unread emails. Yeah, I have zero unread emails at so, all times. That's just like, I look at it and like, how am I supposed to get through that? I will say my email started doing this. I probably just need to like reset my phone or something, but it started doing this thing where it stopped showing me the red bubble thing. And usually I would, so like right now I have 23 unread emails. And for me, that's like unheard of. Like usually it's like every time it gets to 10, I'm going to open it up and look at it. Like this is, I'm stressing out right well, now. Well, that's the other problem is, um, 
Right now, I've I have had a- some of these emails for so long that I get like one of my emails. I was like, I got to, I got in a mood where I was like, I'm gonna be caught up on my emails. So yeah. I decided, <laughs> got twelve thousand emails. Right, I'm not reading all of them. So I went back a month. Right, I read back a month made sure there was nothing important in that. And I was like, anything that I haven't seen for a month and I haven't felt the repercussions of can't be that important. <laughs> so I just mass read everything yeah, back from there. That's mm-hmm. trouble. Right? I then discovered that my email that I've had since go, I was a freshman in college, that like the Liberty email, that email, the foundation email, mm-hmm. and then my main Gmail, that all three of those I've had for years. Yeah. Com- between them, I probably get 300 emails a day. Mm. See that's and I'm like, oh, what am I supposed to do? I've just been like, like very, how do I sort that? I've been very intentional about like every few months, and I'm due for one. I go through, and if I notice an email popping up daily, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. And if you do, if you take like 30 minutes to do that every three months, you'll change your life. Or, 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 just make an email that you don't use for anything, right? Yeah, but business. I have one. And then I check that on my computer. I have one of those. Everything else is on my phone. So like if I need to go in here and like American Airlines, I needed to find my rewards program. It doesn't matter. I haven't read the rewards emails. I just search my emails. I'll I find did, it. Yeah. I mean, searching for emails too. So why on earth would I read them? Because it doesn't bother me that I have 8,746 unread there and 3,918, just one came through there. That doesn't bother me. Fair enough. It would. I'm the type of person with notification bubbles like that. Once they get to a certain point, that's when it no longer bothers me. It's when I've been keeping up with it because, like my well, well, it used to my like me. Discord and Facebook ones are always through the roof. But I and I used to yeah I used to clear them all at all times. But like if my email got to a certain point, I'm sure I would probably just let it go. Well, so I used to I used to keep my phone red bubble free, nothing. Yeah. But then we had that issue with Shopify. Where oh there were a hundred orders, it still exists. Yeah. Where there's a hundred orders that just refuse to go away. Yeah. Where like they've been fulfilled, they've been everything about them should be closed, but it refuses to go away. So like right now, for instance, foundation, all the orders are caught up. Mm-hmm. All the orders have been fulfilled for today, and that's the only one on here. 136 notifications. That's annoying. I Brutal. can't get rid of them. Brutal. Once that happened, then I didn't care anymore. There is a way to get rid of it. You have to use uh, like one of the shortcut things because Kenzie has all the shortcuts. Yeah, I have all the shortcuts. She and has all the any. shortcuts on hers, but it's actually it's frustrating because. But then, you, well, I see any notifications. No, so see, like I want to see. She, she won't answer my Snapchat for like twenty four hours because she doesn't see. So if she doesn't answer it right away. Wait, she won't see the red bubble. Your screen. Yeah, but if she, I just like she'll like she'll ignore that. And I just like a couple times a day. I just seen. a couple times a day. I just swipe down and just look at my notifications. But see, like and if so, I swipe down and then like just scroll up, like yeah, I, I'm not going through yeah, that. I that's just that's that. just back to yesterday. Well, this, is, whenever, this is my notifications from yesterday. My notifications get intense. Like what the frick am I? I mean, you expect me to go and like all of them are layered. Like this is really gonna drive people crazy. The bubble on my text messages. 134. Yeah, see, that is that's, unex- that's inexcusable. In and opinion. then right here, let's friend. look. Um, my email. So my Gmail app itself isn't too bad. That one's at. I pride myself. 9,411. Oh my gosh. But my mail app with my three emails. 39,846 unread emails. That's disgusting. You need to clean up your life. How do you? Why? I don't. I'm fine. I, I, I pride myself on being like now. The, the text messages. Text the text messages are because 
I have been had an extremely busy packed last few weeks. And if it's not one of the priorities I need to get done that day, I just cannot think about it. And so whenever I've just been getting texts about stuff, I just like, I can't think about it. So if you have a slow week, you're, you're at zero text messages? Tip, Be tip, honest. What, yeah, that's how it, it wasn't until the past like three months that the text message started stacking up. I'm not usually a person with a bunch of unread text messages because I read them and then I don't respond. But lately, so that's I just way have, worse. Yeah, I know. I know I'm a bad person, just to be clear. I'm very bad at texting. All of my friends know I'm very, bad very at bad at texting. My wife knows I'm very, very bad at texting. I always was like that when we dated. I just, I have a hard time with trying to deal with something that's not, a, that like, I, I just can't deal with it right now. You know, like that's just, that's just how I am. I'm very much a person that's like, if it's not, I need to do it right now. I need to push it off and not think about it. But a lot of these are, are group messages. Mm. And then leave, some um, of them are group like. messages are brutal. Another thing I do quite often. Well, but see, not, I'm scrolling through my text right now and there are a lot of these text messages that I need to reply back to. Another thing I that need things. Something I do quite often too. <laughs> well, not, they don't need anything anymore. I scroll through <laughs> my conversations <laughs> a lot. I scroll through my conversations and delete ones that are not needed. Oh, to, I don't delete Because it clears space on your phone. I refuse to delete because there's going to be a day I need it. I, I, I only, what, let me be clear. The only ones I delete are ones that are like the wildest thing, literally group messages that were created for like three texts. The wildest thing I don't get rid that of I, one. I've never met a person that does this other than this man. And y'all know who this man is. Silas wait. Isaacson. Well, the, now we the definitely one and the only deletes every Here, email he, he gets. deletes every email he gets so bad. He doesn't, he so doesn't, bad. he, he does like he gets it. He reads it, deletes it. Wow. Period. The dumbest thing ever. And so like the, like a while, this has been like a month ago. I, I said it's something like on, and he's like, up. oh, I need that. I was like, oh, I emailed it to you like a few weeks ago. He's like, I don't have it. I'm like, I emailed it to you. Like you have it. He's like, no, I delete my emails. Legitimately? Like, Silas, <laughs> like I emailed you something important. You got to have that forever. I've never yeah. deleted an email. Legitimately, I, I took like a, in my practicum class in college where they go over like professionalism, interviews, like that kind of thing. They talk about emails. And one thing they tell you literally in that class is you should always have your last three years of emails. Like, well, yeah, you can't delete like it because like, like if you're going to want to delete, delete after three years, but you're going to want your three years. Well, because also for as long as it's being stored on your phone. Well, also like foundation business wise, right? Like a lot of emails and stuff get sent to me. I try to print most out, but a lot of times if someone falls through the crack, you got to have those receipts, man. Like if we got audited, I like the fact that I could just go how? on and be like, okay, what did I purchase this day? Like how else am I going to be able to find right here? How else am I going to be able to find my uh, email that I sent to Innova when I was like 15 to try and get sponsored. Like, well, also American Airlines. I just needed my loyalty. It's like way too I just funny. needed my loyalty like, thing. I don't know how to sign in. I don't even mm-hmm. know what email I use to sign in. I just search my mail app. Boom. Loyalty number found. I search my email quite a bit. Yeah. That's the, I mean, searching my email is like, it's like look incredible. At, I got this from 2013. This is Innova responding to me when I tried to get sponsored and they literally told me I had to be at least a thousand rated. And you can see the screenshot because I sent it from my, uh, my Samsung Galaxy tab. That's so funny. <laughs> And I have that, and I'll always have that. See, if you were Silas, gone. Gone. Silas, gone. That's banter. That's the banter. I don't know. It's got to be close to an it's hour. It's been over an hour. It's been way over an hour. This is what happens, No, man. when I said we don't have our timestamp, I looked at the clock. It was 7.40 or 8.40. Or, yeah, 7.45. So it's been an hour and 16 minutes. What are y'all still doing here? <laughs> All right. Make a noise. Any um, noise. You guys see if you can guess. No. You see if you okay, can guess, guess what the noise, noise is. I like it. Okay. I like it. I'll do it with no headphones. Hard <laughs> Oh, what the heck? <laughs> oh, no. I, I don't want my password. <laughs> what is that? You trying to type a password in? No, that's Silas trying to find the email that tells him what his password was for something. Ah, nice. Um, okay, I got one. 
Oh, no, I don't yet. Hold up. Give me a second. <laughs> ah! Oh, my God! Oh, is this really what I wanted? No. <laughs> this is my favorite sound clip um, I've ever heard. Okay, I've got one. I've got one. Nobody knows what that is. You painting? Close. Silas finishing the debate night set. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, Trevor, you do one. You do one. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, dude, what the heck? Uh, I know more about Da Vinci than you. Uh, Silas, whenever you say, when you breathe wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next time.